Mama Relax. Hello, listeners, and welcome to the Mama Relax podcast. I'm your host, Natalie Taranzo, and with me I have my co-host, Milena Magrinelli. Hi, Milena. Hey, guys. Hi, Natalie. How are you? happy to be here. I'm happy to be here. Uh, We have been talking about this for a while, so I'm glad that it's finally happening. I know. I'm like, this is such a long, like long time coming. I feel like the last time we were talking about when we started talking about this was like early in this year, which has taken us over six months. So it's crazy to to see and and exciting to like be here and actually doing this finally. Exactly. I'm excited. Um, So today we're going to be talking about you know, the theme of our podcast, which is basically why relax? Like, why should we relax? Yeah. And guys, Um, please understand this is our first rodeo. We really have no idea what we're doing, (laughs) but we did want to just bring it up. And, you know, we thought like Milena and I, after a lot of discussion, just realized like, you know, a good way to start this would, like Milena said, uh, would be to like, why relax? Um, Yeah. And, um, so Natalie and I, we know each other for almost 15 years now. So, and, you know, it's funny because everything that happened in my life kind of happened with her six months or so uh, later. And so one way or another, we are always kind of on the same page or going through similar things. And then one day we realized that it's not just us. It's kind of everybody goes through the same stuff, maybe in different circumstances, but we are all, we all have our insecurities. We all go through struggles. We all go through things in life that make us pull our hair out. And through years of experiencing having like, you know, a shitstorm coming in, we realized that um, why we should relax. And I mean, that's, that, that's basically why we're doing this episode. Yeah, I think that, you know, not only for the episode, but I think just in general for um, the podcast, we wanted to bring this not only for our benefit, you know, to, you know, talk about things that are going on in our life that have gone that experiences that we've that we've had in the past, but also like Milena said, like, we realized at some point early in our 20s that, you know, we weren't the only ones struggling that it was everyone around us was kind of had some bad experience or something that they were trying to like work through so really with this podcast we just wanted to you know hopefully sharing our stories and us having a blast sharing it and talking about it and kind of figuring everything out if it resonates with anyone if any if the one person can take something valuable from our conversations that that really would mean the world um, to both of us so that's why we thought this would be a good good episode to start the, the podcast with yeah and it's also like on a, on the name of our podcast you know like mama relax so like first of all why should you relax yeah for um, sure and again this is we have it mama and I'll, we'll explain that I'm sure in, in multiple episodes but anybody is welcome to hear us men women all types of um, nationalities so don't you know don't get discouraged it's not aimed just for women just because the word mama's on it um, so yeah, um, but I don't know, Mila, do you want to start just by, um, telling us a little bit about yourself and then we can just take it from there? Yes. So 
My name is Milena Magnoli. I'm from Brazil. I have been in the US for almost 15 years now. And um, so I basically had my adulthood entirely here. And if it wasn't for the support of my friends, because you know my family is not here, it would be, I, I don't think I would be here, honestly, because it's really hard to get into adulthood. And it's really hard to not have a supporting system. So a lot of times in my life, you know, that I had a really hard times, like when I had a breakup, when I had my my divorce, when, you know, I was transitioning from one career to my, my next, you know, job opportunity. If I didn't have the support of my friends, it would be like really, really hard. So, you know, just, you know, when you have that feeling in your heart that you feel anxious and you feel that you don't know what to do and like you know talking to a friend it's so comforting even if you just have a shoulder to cry and just somebody to listen to your thoughts and you know they don't need to offer you um any advice or anything just like literally an ear to hear you so I feel that that's why friendships are so good and then until you realize that you can kind of be your own best friend it's good to have a friend there for you um, and yeah, and I feel that, you know, through all this stuff that happened to me, I realized one day that it's like, you know, things are going to happen the way that they're going to happen, regardless of my wishes and intentions and being the best version of myself is the only way that I can make the situation better. So relaxing, like taking deep breath, like literally is the only way that you can, you know, focus and think and not do any bad choices because you are just so stressed and anxious and I've took bad choices and I did bad things because I didn't I wasn't the best version of myself because I jumped into conclusions and I took and I made decisions because I was anxious because I was nervous because I was stressed so the worst version of myself actually made choices and then I had to deal with the consequences of those choices so that's why we are doing this podcast because relaxing is important so you can make better choices with your highest self with the best version of you i couldn't um, agree more i you're you nailed it right in the head um because it's so true like things are going to happen you just have to like go with the flow and and understand that if they're happening it's happening for a reason um and like trust your instinct your instinct is just never going to fail you that is that is so spot on. Yes, I just listened to this. Um, I just listened to this podcast, basically. And the person was saying um, how. OK, so like problems are to your mind what exercises are to your muscles. So in order to make your muscles stronger, you you exercise, you lift weight, you cause stress in your in your muscles so you know they can be stronger so the problems in your mind are basically what makes your mind stronger so if you have a problem with let's say self-confidence then you encounter this let's say this boyfriend that challenges your self-confidence so you wouldn't have a problem with this boyfriend or maybe you would not even have this boyfriend in the first place if you were confident if you did not have a problem with your self-confidence so because we do have a problem with the self-confidence in one way or another you attract this person to your life in order to work through your your issues 
So the problem actually becomes the solution to your problem. If you didn't have the problem with your self-confidence, you wouldn't attract to this person who wouldn't make you work on your self-confidence in the first place. Like, does that make sense? Absolutely. Yeah, that makes so much sense. And I obviously relate so much because for so long, I just, without knowing it, I didn't like myself. So I kept making the wrong choices because I didn't like myself. You know, I, um, I heard someone say once that, you know, you choose, and I'm just going off of like the whole boyfriend thing, but you choose your partner as a reflection of who you are. So it's not that, you know, um, it's almost like who you think you are deep down, that's who you're going to be attracting. So it's so important to have the confidence to um, know yourself so well so that you can make those better decisions. You know, sometimes you're like, oh my God, that person is just terrible, whatever. But it's so, you, you need to stop focusing so much about that person or that thing that's making you feel bad or that you think it's it's making you worse in life. It's literally just taking a step back and looking inward and working on yourself so that you can make the right choices for yourself. Yes. And going on that, it actually makes me think about the movie, uh, how to be a wallflower. It's with the same girl that did Harry Potter. Like, yes, I love that movie. (laughs) Yes. And that is a really good quote. And the teacher tells the guy, um, you know, we accept the love we think we deserve. Yes. And that is, like the first time I heard that phrase and, and I heard on the movie, I didn't read the book, but I watched the movie and I was like, oh my God, it is yeah. so true. We do accept the love we think we deserve, even if it's shit love, even if it's not love at all. Yeah, um, <laughs> exactly. It's like we're yeah. self-sabotaging ourselves constantly um, because we don't take the time to like really, you know, look inward and just say, okay, what do I need to work on on myself in order for me to attract the, the right things for me, you know? Yes, and I don't even think we understand that it's that sabotage in the first place. I feel that we're exactly. just trying to take the path that it's easier, not the hard way. And yeah, I feel because, and I don't know if you agree, but I feel because people are just trying to avoid pain. They don't want to feel hurt. They don't want to feel what they're supposed to feel in order to make it to the next step, you know? So they do take the easier way, which is to ignore it and come back whenever it shows up again, you know? But it's funny because think about a time, I mean, I, I know that happened to me many times that, you know, you watch a movie that makes you cry and cry and cry and cry that like you're sobbing. And then after you finish crying, you kind of feel so good. It was horrible throughout the process but like once it's over and you are done sobbing and crying all the tears that you you had to cry for a movie or whatever situation at the end you kind of feel like this relief it's like you literally took all the weight off of your shoulders but like you had to cry so you know and I feel that that goes with everything you have to feel whatever it is that you're feeling all the way to the end no matter how painful it is in order to actually be able to get up and start walking again like avoiding the process of crying or feeling whatever it is that you are feeling or having that honest conversation with yourself is just going to delay the process. So instead of like maybe this process take an hour or a month or a year of your life, it's going to take, you know, 10 times longer because you are avoiding the thing that it's actually 
holding you back. And if you just cry or have a better honest conversation with yourself or whatever it is, then you can set yourself free to move to the next chapter of your life. I mean, you can finish your book if you keep on reading the same page over and over again. You need to like flip the page and move on. Absolutely. I can't agree more. And I don't know about most people, but once I, like I said, like sat with my feelings and cried it all out. I love crying. Like, I know it sounds ridiculous, but I absolutely love crying. Like, I love crying during movies. I think it's so good for the soul. I'll sometimes be crying in the car. If there's like, if I, I hear a certain song, like I'll start crying. It doesn't mean that I'm in, in pain in that moment, but I just feel like it's good. It's good to have those feelings. It's good to feel it all, you know, like instead of avoiding it and feeling afraid of it, um, just embracing it and going into it so that you can, like you said, you know, pass through it so much quicker um, and take and really like take in the lesson. You know what I mean? Yeah, but uh, it's a process. I mean, you didn't you didn't start it that way. So maybe you want to share with the people that are hearing that are listening to our podcast. Like, how did you get to right now? You know, like you or, didn't want to just be like, I love to cry. Yeah. Like, you know, <laughs> in regards to your personal life or in regards to your career, like how did you embrace yourself loving to cry I'm sure you yeah. was like oh I was born this way like no how yeah when go ahead yeah so nobody's we all are born that way but like obviously life just changes you right it roughs you up a little bit so yeah of course <laughs> I what I didn't I wasn't in, like you know uh, 20 years old and be like oh yeah you know like I just have this like I love to cry and I can sit with myself no I was complete <laughs> opposite of that complete opposite <laughs> I was a mess you failed. I just felt like a failure. And I sat with this feeling forever. I felt like I wasn't good enough. I felt like I was never going to find somebody else. And I mean, I was only 24 when I got divorced. Like how crazy to think that. Right. But I did. I thought like I wasn't going to find anybody else. I thought that the person I was with was just the most amazing person, which he is. He's an incredible guy. Um, but yeah, I just, you know, I would, what I would do instead of feeling that right away, what I, what I did was I started partying and drinking and, um, you know, saying that I was fine and I was, you know, hooking up with different guys and like, not there's, there's anything wrong with that, but you know, if you're going to do it, do it because like, I mean, the lesson I took from it was I needed to give myself some time. And because I didn't want to feel all that pain and all that suffering and, you know, kind of go and work inward. I just did it. I just hit it with my, my behaviors. And then two years down the line, I, you know, decided to date someone and that person was, was a complete mess because I was a mess. So I chose him because I was a mess. So it just made sense at that time in my life, which just created a completely even worse situation for myself. Um, so, you know, I feel looking back now, and especially after that second breakup, which, you know, destroyed me in so many ways. Um, but now looking back, I'm so glad it happened. Um, I wish I would have known sooner. I wish I would have had someone to listen to someone to tell me, you know, you need to sit with, with this feeling. You need to just let it go, but you have to sit with it. You know, you have to go through the pain, go through the suffering, um, work on yourself as much as you can. 
um, which, you know, little by little I, I did. And I realized that that's what I needed to do. And it's been so, so, so healing. Um, but it takes time. You have to put in the work, you know, you have to read your books. You have to, you do, you have to do your meditation or you have to do something that you love, something that really, you know, it's you, you have to start learning to love yourself. But most importantly, you need to understand that the reason that you need to relax and not do, do, do all the time is because things will always work out. Things will always work out. You don't see it at the moment because you're so in that moment, but things always, I guarantee you think at, think of any time in your life <laughs> where you've had gone through something bad and look at yourself now and how far you've come and how good you feel at this moment, if that's your case, um, because everything always works out for the better. And that experience always makes you who you are today, which is a beautiful thing. It's never a negative thing. So talk about your career, because I feel that this point of, you know, things are always going to work out at the end. You can maybe yeah. talk about it in regards to your career, because that's a great example, I think. Yeah. And like, you know, even though this happened so so long ago and like things have were great after uh, a while, you know, I feel like I'm in a great place in my life right now. But I feel like these are things that will constantly come up. So, for example, for me, after COVID, I, you know, after working in corporate America for forever, um, I decided to take a chance on myself. You know, I started questioning a lot of stuff. I was very miserable um, in 2020 um, and even 2020, mostly 2020, because I was kind of in that, you know, lost situation where I was like, I don't even know what I want to do career wise. I don't know if I want to I have no passion. Like I have no passion. I kept telling myself that I have no passion. I have no passion, but 2020 made us obviously take a step back with COVID and everything. And I started, you know, doing things that I really liked, which gave me a little bit of space, um, started meditating a lot. I went back to school. I finished school. I was trying to figure out what I wanted to do. And then I realized that I just needed to, you know, trust the process make a decision so that I can open space to find whatever it is that it is I am meant to, to do, right? So in just now in September, I quit my job. And I'm not gonna lie, all of this, I kept telling myself, mama, relax, everything's gonna be fine. But I didn't, I don't, and I, I'd say, I don't think about mama relax and I'm breathing every day calmly. No, there's days that I'm panicking and there's days that I have anxiety and there's days that I have, you know, like, what am I doing? What did I just do? I left my cushy job with my benefits and everything. And I'm taking a chance on myself. Um, so, you know, this past week was a little hard. I, um, not this past week, last week, it was a little hard because I kept, I had those doubts in my mind. So I felt like I needed to, when those thoughts come up. I felt like I needed to work on myself a lot more, meditate, you know, do the, do the work, right. Just, um, meditate and just go inward and like, you know, calm myself and truly tell myself like, you need to relax. Everything is going to be okay. And once I started doing that, um, I realized, cause I was, you know, my whole plan was, okay, I'll quit my job. I'm starting my own business. But in the meantime, while the business comes about, I will need like a little part-time or something like that. And I've been applying nonstop and nothing's coming up. I'm either overqualified or 
um, to, um, or they're just not answering. So um, I came across something that really caught my attention and I took it as a sign. And in that moment, I felt that, that kind of like that peace, you know, that it's uh, inexplicable of like, wow, things are really just going to be okay. The reason that these things are not happening to me is because something better is happening and I just need to be patient. And I need to just that reminder of like, it's going to be okay just because things don't look great right now, or they're not going as I planned them to be, or the timing that I had in mind wasn't, isn't coming through does not mean that, you know, things are not going to be okay eventually. So um, I guess what I'm trying to say is that like, relax in the sense of like, don't think that you're going to go through one thing, you're going to relax and things are going to be okay. And that's never going to happen again. Things will always happen to us. That's just life. And you just need to learn how to, or in my experience, it's worked for me, is just go through those um, motions, feel them out, don't freak out, and just trust yourself, trust the process, and know that everything is always, always going to work out. That's that was a good sharing. I feel... Okay, so when I'm stressed or when I'm nervous or when I'm like having a panic attack, I want to punch somebody in the face and they tell me, relax, everything's going to be okay. I'm like, fuck you. Yeah. It doesn't feel okay. It doesn't feel okay. It feels like I'm going to drown here. Like, it's, it is as if you were drowning in the ocean and somebody from a really nice boat, you know, screams, everything's going to be okay. And you're literally drowning with sharks swimming around you. So maybe you feel that you know, you listener feel that we are the person screaming, everything's going to be okay from like a beautiful boat while you were drowning around sharks. <laughs> and, but, okay, so that are two options really, right? You, you're going to have the, whatever is happening to you, it's happening to you, the end. And you have two options, like freak out and make bad decisions because the worst version of yourself is there to respond to that situation. Or do you need to calm down and the best version of yourself will respond to the situation. Like those are your options. It's th it's that simple. So you can freak out, and the shittiest version of you is gonna you know make decisions there and then, or the best version of yourself in this moment is gonna respond, and most likely you're gonna have a better outcome because again, it's not gonna be your ex anxiety talking. It's not gonna be your distress making the decision. It's not gonna be the again the worst version of you talking uh, and making the decision and I feel that that's what we are talking about so yeah mm -hmm. and like again like we are not I mean you're hearing I have no job like you know it's not like <laughs> I'm in the best position in the world yeah. to tell you hey relax no I think that you know because of opportunities like this where I like for example that I, I felt lost for the last year and a half um, came the idea of, you know, doing a podcast. And I think that this is such a great thing because we're not preaching because we're already there. We are, we're telling you because we're with you, if that makes sense. Like we're with you. We exactly. are going through we're the not process. on the boat. Yeah, yeah, we're, we're not on, on the boat. Yeah, we are also swimming, drowning with the sharks around us. But we are, again, trying um yeah yeah I think like from struggle comes um opportunity you know it, it gives you a chance to like 
we're human beings. So like when we are struggling, we, we will, when we're pushed to our limits, we will find ways to solve our issues or our problems or whatever. Um, yeah, it's easy to drown in them and just play the victim, but most likely we're going to push through somehow, some way. So, you know, I am thankful for this process. I am thankful because I'm able to do it. You know, I'm able to do something that I, that I like, um, I'm able to share time with, you know, one of my best friends, Milena is one of my best friends. Like she said, we've known each other for like 15 years. Um, so yeah, you know, I think it's a, let's, let's enjoy the ride and let's do that together. I'm, I'm very excited to like go through the process and, and share it not only with Milena, but like with, with everybody that, you know, takes something away from it too. I believe that the best part of, I mean, you have to look at the positive side, right? Otherwise, you should just all give up right now. But yeah, <laughs> the okay. So like when I remember when I was going because I also got married really young. I got married twenty two, and I divorced when I was twenty eight ish. Um, and that was like, like I, I was on the floor, like on the like I it was. I had to do two years of therapy because I was such a mess oh, I, I remember had to go to therapy I had to go to therapy like I I was on the floor I was just like nothing um and so what did I learn from the worst time of my life was that I survived and it really is like that song I will survive my god that song is such an anthem to me because you will survive and if I didn't go through that I did not know that I would survive so the next time that I had my you know after that horrible breakup and I really believe that everybody in life has won the horrible breakup and then after the horrible breakup everything it's like you're gonna have other breakups but it's gonna be fine it's not gonna like rip your soul and your heart out of yourself it's gonna be okay and once you have the feeling that everything's gonna be okay because you already went through it and you know you survived it's so it really is so much easier and if I didn't have that experience of a horrible breakup I wouldn't know that I can survive you know if I didn't go through uh, the experience of switching jobs and dealing with the anxiety, I wouldn't know that I'm able to do it. Um, I read a quote on Pinterest the other day that said that uh, the most dangerous kind of people are the ones that know that they can survive because it's so true. You are unstoppable. Once you know that you will make it, like you are truly unstoppable. And, oh, you know, absolutely. nowadays when I find, yeah, nowadays when I find situations that before they would, you know, make my skin crawl. Now I'm like, I can do this, like, whatever. And if everything goes wrong, if everything goes wrong, like, okay, you just shake it off, like that song, and you try again. I mean, that's life. Yeah. If you fall, pick yourself back up and try again. I mean, what are the options here? Seriously, what are the options? Yeah. Like, you try again, or are you just going to be on the floor crying? You know, like, what are the options? I mean, you got to try again. Yeah, no. And like, again, from, from situations like that, something good always happens. Like, I feel like if we wouldn't have gone through our divorce, like, you know, we wouldn't be friends, we wouldn't be here. I don't think our relationship yep. would be the same if we hadn't gone through that, because really, that's what bonded us um, going through that same process at the time, you know, of 
switching jobs and going through the divorce. Like the the universe has a way of like bringing people together. And it's so weird and fascinating because I, we knew each other for maybe a year or two before that. Um, And we were never that close until we went through this experience together. Um, And it was a beautiful experience. Like, I feel like those, you know, years that we were, those years that we were single and like had gone through that, it helped. I don't know about you, but for me, it was so, so helpful to have somebody to lean on. And that was truly understanding of what I was going through. Um, And like, we just had such a good time too. Like that's for sure. (laughs) Like, How did we not die? I'm not sure, but we are here. (laughs) Yep. Yeah. So for sure you need to, you know, have a good friend to make such a difference. And especially if you have a friend that kind of went through the same experiences that you. So yeah, Natalie and I, we work at the same hotel, but we didn't become friends then and then. And then we went like a, um, a girlfriend that we had in common was getting married uh, a year or two after we worked at this hotel together. She was getting married and then she invited us to the bachelorette party. And maybe we had like 10 women there and Natalie and I were the only, I mean, we were the only sober ones, not because we don't like to drink or because we don't drink. It's just because we realized that it was going to be a shit show and somebody would have to kind of make decisions and take care of the other women. And we just happened, we are like, okay, we're going to not drink and we're going to take care of these people because it's going to be crazy. And then we kind of bound it there. And then after that, I was going through a situation with my husband at the time, and she was going kind of to something similar with her husband. And again, she married 21, I married 22. So then I broke up with my ex. So I literally packed myself in my car. And again, I have no family here. So I packed myself in my car, like my best friend at the time, she just had a newborn. So I couldn't be with her and all my problems. And I, and I have a dog with me too. So I couldn't, you know, show up at her house that with her newborn, her husband has cats. So I couldn't, you know, get there with my dog and my problems. So I packed my car and I, you know, left that relationship and I show up at my other friend's house and he just look at me and open the trunk of my car and start unpacking. I remember I cried on his shoulder, like for probably eight hours like the whole night I just cried and then I lived with him for a few months because I I was I had no like I would be homeless or leave off my car if you know I didn't have my friends to stay with I would literally be homeless and also I didn't have a job at a time I had just got laid like let go of a company so I was jobless I had just gone for divorce I was homeless basically and so I was a mess. Like usually people go through a hard time with their career or their personal life. I was going through the worst time of my life with both. Again, I didn't have a job and I was, you know, I had just, you know, left my unhealthy relationship. And so, and I remember I, one day I, I you know, got picked myself back from the floor because it was literally such a mess. And I told myself today I'm not going to come home until I find a job and I drove my car to this area 
where people, you know, they had, there is a lot of art galleries and design stores and furniture stores and whatever. And I literally went door to door and I asked, like, do you guys need help? Do you guys need a receptionist? Do you need anybody to work? And finally, like, I think I went to, to three or five stores and this lady was like, yes, actually, I'm looking for the receptionist. And I'm like, I'm here. <laughs> and I got a job that day. I, I, I did. And I was so happy. And I was making $10 an hour. Uh, but whatever. And I was at that job for like a year, almost a year and a half. And then I'm like, okay, I can't be living with this friend of mine anymore. Like I need to not be here anymore. I need, you know, I need to get my own place. And so I, I started looking for the job and I found this job that they needed people that spoke fluent Portuguese you know maybe Brazilian natives and I'm like I'm here and I apply online um and the next day they called me and then we booked an interview for like two days after and then I got a job and that job was like from ten dollars an hour I was making forty thousand dollars a year which was like so life-changing and then I was able to get my own apartment you know had amazing health insurance so I could go I started doing therapy because the job allowed me to, you know, see a mental health practitioner and I didn't have to pay anything. So it was like so amazing. And then from that job on, I, you know, I, I became myself. Like, I knew like, okay, I can, I can do hard things. I can do hard things. Like I will survive. And then uh, from that moment on, I lived like some of the best years of my life really. And then Natalie was going through the same kind of situation but you went to live with your mom about yeah. like six months or so after uh I had my my divorce it's so funny because I remember while you were saying that story I remember us being at my mom's apartment when you got the <laughs> job and you came over and I remember when you got your first apartment and when you started painting and it's just like yes. it's so nice to remember these things because you forget right like the years pass you have other experiences but it's so beautiful to go back to these experiences and be like wow you really did get through that like that was crazy you know like that was such a crazy time yeah oh my god it was terrible yep and like how did I mean anything after that like my divorce was a little bit different because I you know like Milena was in Miami but we were both in Miami my family is in Miami so it was a little not that it was easier it was just different like I just you know had to go back move back home which you know for for me at least it was like failure it was failure it was like I'm going back home to my mom like this is crazy um, I didn't have money. Like, you know, we were young. I was making, again, maybe $30,000 a year, which in Miami is nothing. Um, but you know, that, that was more of an emotional thing. I think with my, even though like it didn't happen for my divorce, when I moved, I picked up my life and we'll definitely, I'm sure that will come up in other episodes, but I moved up my life to, um, New York, to Brooklyn, um, met somebody and kind of went through the same thing. My family wasn't here. I was alone. Uh, I had a breakup. I had to like move out. I was basically homeless. Thankfully, my best friend um, was up here as well. So like she gave me her couch to stay in for a bit. Um, 
And to, I'm not even exaggerating. I, I, the, I had $5 in my bank account sometimes, you know? So it's, it's, it's okay. It's always going to be okay in those moments of frustration. And when you just want to, you know, you think you're going to die, know that you're not, there's always somebody, you always have a support system. I'm, you know, like, and most importantly, even if you don't know that you are enough, like just trusting yourself, knowing that you will be okay because you are enough. You can support yourself. You have hands, you have feet, you have, you know, you have a brain, you have um, everything going for you. It's just choosing to see that and not focusing just on, I'm just going to die. It's, you know, I know it's so much harder said than done. Again, I was poor. I was alone. I was heartbroken. I had no house. Like, so we get it. And Milena went through the same thing. So like, we get it that it's so much easier said than done, but it's just putting a little bit of that effort to yourself and believing in yourself that it's a process and it's always going to be a process. But if you give into the process, instead of going against it, things will just be, the journey would be a lot easier than if you're going against what is being presented to you at the moment. For sure. And then the other thing I think is, you know, I feel that a lot of times we put ourselves in situations that are awful because we don't want to be alone. I feel that 80% of the problems come from the situation where you don't want to be alone. So you cling with friends or a relationship that you know it's not going to be in your best interest. But just because you don't want to be alone, you were doing that. So, you know, maybe sit down by yourself. Maybe you're, when you're in the shower, you know, something. I don't want to be alone. And ask yourself those hard questions. Like, why do I want to be alone? Why? Like, what inside of me is screaming that I cannot be by myself? Maybe it's, a, you know, you feel insecure about yourself and you're, and you're having your sense of security from those outside sources, or, you know, you don't feel that you are pretty enough. And then, you know, having a relationship with somebody that say that you're pretty all the time, it's feeding that problem inside of you. So, you know, first of all, have those hard conversations with yourself. And that's going to be the beginning of you solving your problems, because trust me, anytime, anytime, it's better to be by yourself than in bad company. And I guess that concludes why you should relax. <laughs> yeah. And I did want to read a quote because I thought it was super, I, I do do, uh, I do love to receive like positive notes every morning. So I figured I'll share it with you. It, it resonates with this episode. Um, and it's a quote from Sean Fontaine and is, I'm learning, healing and growing every single day. It's a gradual process that I have full faith in. So as long as you have faith in that everything will be okay, trust yourself, it will be. Oh, that is beautiful. Um, I really like this quote from Brené Brown. And I think I, I told you about this before, Natalie. It say, one day you will tell your story of how you overcame what you went through and it will be someone else's survival guide. Basically, it's what we are doing right now. <laughs> yeah, I love it. I love Renee Brown. Please, if you're hearing us, please, please, please come on the show. <laughs> Renee Brown is the best. She's amazing. <laughs> She's just coming up with a new book, actually. Um, Can't wait to read. Her. Yes. Yeah. 
So thank you guys for listening to us. It's it has been a great first episode. So thank you. Yeah, we had a blast. So um we are gonna be posting um we do have an Instagram account, so we'll definitely be posting a little bit more about like our journey on there. And we'd love to obviously, you know, communicate with you guys and have interactions. Um, our Instagram handle is mama and that's M-A-M-A dot relax with two X's at the end. Um, and we'll catch you on the next episode.